everybody, welcome in. You've uh, come in this week listening to the No Nonsense Business Podcast, where this week we're going to talk about how high-level executives find better ways to get away with unruly crimes, six tips to avoid sexual assault in suits, and third of all, how to pay your employees less than what they're worth, all coming up on the Business Hour. Tonight on two C's in a pod, 96.7 on your... Two C's in a pod, 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 two C's just like two C's in a pod, two C's because we're two C's in a pod, two C's just like two C's in a pod, two C's in a pod at gmail.com. I guess we'll we'll stick with that intro then. Uh, welcome, fans. Uh, you're in for another great episode to help business owners alike. Uh, as you know, we are two extremely successful men running a podcast network, podcast corporation, hiring hundreds of thousands globally across mostly, um, I call them developing countries. Some would call them exploitative labor. I call it giving people a chance. Um and today we're going to talk about how to give people a chance with very low wages. Um, this is my podcast host, um, also an entrepreneur, also uh, I like to call him the slave driver. Uh, this is Cam Osborne. Cam, you know what? I uh, I love it when you when you prolong an introduction. I I can just feel myself inching to the edge of my seat, wondering. Is he gonna say the name of the podcast? Is he gonna say the name of the pod? And it just keeps anticipating, you know, like a like a musical chord that will not resolve because this is two C's in a pod. Um, it's not my job. <laughs> the pod in my contract. The podcast hosted by two best friends, Cameron Osborne. I'm here. Camel Claire is over there, and uh, you know what? This podcast where we just get to occupy radio space, some radio time for an hour. Yep. Think about it. Think about it like yep. public access TV. Where, you, public access radio. But it's like we're, pirate radio. Public access pirate radio. I mean, that's all we are at this point. We're steadily recruiting uh, new shows. Uh, of course, we are the only the only station that will broadcast the new Chris D'Elia project, which we are very excited about, and we're really glad right. that I we hear can, he um, he's doing a guest spot with um, Brian Callen coming up pretty soon too. So um, yeah, tune into that and. Uh, Hopefully, our people are chatting with the uh, the big man himself. Uh, I believe Hannibal Burris had some conversation in the back of the day. Interesting. Um, and not not Hannibal Burris. Um, what am I thinking of? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Put in pops. Put in pops. Put in pops. Co- Cosby. Cosby. That's yeah. way off. Oh my God, Cam. No, because uh, what's his name? Out. Uh, uh, brought him back into light, as we like to say, Hannibal Burris. Okay, well you've so you've three, you've lo- you've lost me on whatever the hell you're talking about. Okay, so like three years ago, Hannibal Burris brought him back into light by saying that maybe he accused him of some things that who knows what the real deal is. All I'm saying is we're gonna have a great comedy show for you folks. Um, we're your- bringing in Bill Cosby. We're bringing in Chris D'Elia. We're bringing in Brian Callen. It really, in all the, all it really the seems like an all-star lineup uh, of an, a night of hilarity. We're working on it. We're working on it. 
but yeah, definitely some some problems getting back to email with some of these guys. They're going a little bit radio silent, but I think we'll hear back from them soon. <clears throat> yes, usually uh, DMing on Instagram would be the quick way to get somebody's attention. Now nobody's checking their Instagrams anymore. No, is Instagram shit right now? Like, is social media just a place of garbage? I'm sure. I'm sure it is. They've, uh, you know, who knows anymore? I was talking more, more in general, more generally. I've heard a lot of people complain about because I don't have anything. I've heard a lot of people complain that it's just like, just terrible. Like, there's nothing fun on it. But then again, that might just be all the time. But people are just realizing it now. Uh, it's, it's sort of, it's sort of tough to say, right? I mean, I don't know. It's something, if you're choosing to use something, that, that all onus is on you at that point, right? Because Cam, you did the impossible and you just, you just got off the grid, as it were, socially, networky. Yeah. You know, you're. Yeah, it leads to a lot more phone calls to people when mm-hmm. they don't expect it. And they're like, why are you calling? I'm like, because I haven't heard from you in a while. What's up? You know, like, you, that's very thoughtful if, of you. It, it, it's li- like. <laughs> I don't pretend to just like something and be like, we are now connected, we are friends. Listeners at home, if you're trying, if you've been trying effortlessly for the past 32 weeks to find Cam LeClaire on the internet, I mean, LinkedIn, he'll he'll be your LinkedIn partner, but other than that, uh, no connections can be made. Oh man, don't even get me started on LinkedIn. LinkedIn is needed for work, but there's so much nonsense on there. Well, there you go. Maybe, maybe, maybe LinkedIn is your Instagram, right? Where there is so, where there is so much nonsense on it, but you're still kind of scrolling down. I, I think it's more so like it's not a thing of the times. It's more so I use it for finding work opportunities. Yeah, have you see that? I mean, selling shit. Mm -hmm. Um, but the thing I just see is like people posting videos about things i know they don't care about but they pretend to care about just so they can have a good uh like inner i guess social presence for their work it's like man this this conference is so exciting can't wait to learn about whatever industry they're in that they don't care about they're like can't wait to learn about uh risk aversion technologies related to the welding industry really interesting presentation you're like you don't do it you don't do any of those things, and you don't care about those things. It was a really good uh, paper that was written regarding risk aversion uh, in the welding industry. I could understand how somebody may attach onto that. Everybody's got a thing. You know, my thing well, sound effects. Here's a T-Rex. Of risk aversion in the welding industry, not risk aversion in the welding industry. Mm. So it's things like that specific where it's like you clearly don't care about this. But let's all play a little song and dance where you pretend that you do, then you might like it and be like, wow, this is so fascinating. I can't wait to hear from Derek Donogan uh, speak about um, blah, 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 you know. Risk aversion. Every company is, every Fortune 500 company is looking for risk aversion specialists. Yeah. You and yeah, it's it's the, it's the top. It's, I think that's probably the, the first one to go. It's the top thing you see on what are companies looking for. They're looking for bilingual. They're looking for risk aversion um, experience. Well, uh, what, good risk, team player, good team player, but also can work individually. Exactly. Those are the top. Those top. Those are the top four. And uh, I'm sure there's one that, that rounds out the top five. Look into hiring new grads with 10 to 15 years experience in sales. Of course, because I mean, I guess, I guess technically, if you got a paper route when you were like eight, kept it going throughout high school and throughout university, yeah. you could leave college 
as a 15 year long salesman yeah it's possible yeah um thank god i don't have to i haven't applied for a job in a while mm-hmm. but uh i'm getting pretty close to that one year mark so uh it, which is an his- time to back it up which is an historic amount of time cam uh you may have to be attending some more risk aversion seminars if you know what i mean yeah yeah so uh we'll see how the uh we'll see how the month plays out we'll see how but the- it's actually been a huge the rest of August, and then you can yeah, maybe uh, you know way. get you know fall back into a new career. Yeah, brand new one. Let's get into what was one thing I was thinking of doing the other day. Um, why not? Why not? Why not hop outside of the business of finance and and the numbers, Cam? Of course, you know you you not, you you, you, you take. Do you a, know what I do at all? You take a large chunk of the responsibility of the the financial paperwork. You know the uh, the ins and outs of the community uh, and of the and yeah. of the corporation in general, Cam. Maybe you should be start using the other side of your brain. Uh, um, yeah. I mean, basically, my title is operative strategist of financial and marketing uh, operation director. That's all. Bu- that's all business, baby. And yeah. you're putting a lot of that burden mm-hmm. on your shoulders, on your wide, muscular shoulders, Cam. You, it's been years since you have worked a job which required a certain amount of physicality. Oh, haven't used my arms for work. Well, Cam, uh, you've been working on them this whole. Years? You've been working on them this whole time. What if your next career involves a little more pulling up at the bootstraps and putting in a like putting in some elbow grease in your hard day's work? What what do you think would be a good career for me to jump into that I can just like go ahead and do? You could just jump into um, l- uh, lumberjack. Oh yes, that, I I think. Oh, maybe, um, oh, that's what I was thinking of. That's what I was thinking of becoming an arborist. An arborist. See, so picture this. Is what I'm picturing, Cam. You're wearing like a uh, it's a flannel shirt, but you've cut the sleeves off. Okay, yeah. and it's unbuttoned. At How's the f- my armpit hair? How's my armpit hair looking? Uh, in it's, this vision, it's I, I, I see I see hair. I mean, it's not lot? like there's not like stuff yeah. stuck in it or something, you know. I'd, I'd, yeah. I'd, I'd, how my how my lat how my lats looking? I just want to really want to get like a good description here. Oh yeah, so it's it's you, it's your five uh, eleven and a half frame, but just and your kind of hundred and seventy five ish pounds, but you're bulked up about yeah. twenty. But well, tw- just, just describe it to the listeners. Describe it to the listeners what like the full visualization. What kind of boots am I wearing? Oh, what kind of boots are you wearing you're wearing those uh they're um they're like those beige color uh like the ones oh, yeah. that, like that look like timberlands mm-hmm. but they're not timberlands yeah. because you they're steel are toe, they're right? steel toe because you are running yeah. the risk of dropping a lot of do wood. i have them laced up uh yeah of course for safety okay yeah, yeah i just want to make sure i didn't want to you know well, there's gonna be some sa- there's gonna be some safety with your practicality of course we have some nice uh not too baggy not too tight uh jeans well um, i was thinking instead do those shorts, but they have to be pants, so they have the mesh shorts, like the mesh p- pants at the bottom. Have you ever seen those? <laughs> I've never, I've never seen those. Are you talking? So it's like, like they're shorts that are like utility shorts, but then because you have to wear pants on work sites, it's just mesh a hat past the knee, so it lets you wear like breathable. So it keeps your legs cool while keeping them safe. I don't know if it really keeps them safe at all. Okay, but maybe like from sparks or like from wood chips or something. Oh, some, oh, yeah, well, of course. Well, you're going to be dealing with a lot of uh, wood being shredded. Yeah. You know, well, and sort I, of I cut don't fully down. know what an arborist does, but I do like the idea of it. Um, I think, and well, you know, you would you would go to places and uh, mm-hmm. cut cut down limbs off their trees, 
probably to avoid yeah. them falling over top of uh, you know the house. There's like a dead right. branch up there that's over top of the garage. Somebody right. may ask you, hey, Cam, and, you know, can you do this for me? And I think what's going to set you apart, Cam, is that you don't use you don't use tools and ropes right. and ladders. You, you you scale up the trees yourself. And right, without rope at all. No, just scale no, up it with an no, axe on my back. Yes. I just, don't just, even use a chainsaw. Not even a chainsaw. You use one axe. And what you do, you kind of hold on to the tree with one arm and axe away at the branch with the other arm uh and I then see myself being pretty good at this. and then right when it's about to fall off what you do you kind of put you put your little hatchet back in your uh you know your your pocket there your, oh i'm thinking full axe like a full okay, size okay, axe yeah, we'll have, put on my back. okay maybe yeah. we'll have like a thing on your back that you know you can kind of yeah. shake it back into and then just kind of break it off with your left hand holding on to the tree with your right hand right um you know of course and yeah the the, the sleeveless flannel shirt is just chest open Right, uh, just barrel you know, chested. It's, it's a great. It's a, yeah. it's a re- really sunny day. Um, you're right. su- you're sweating. You've got you've got the. I've spent all summer outside tan. Right. Yeah, that nice olive skin tone that uh it's you can that you can hit. Me. Yeah, you can hit. I've seen you tanned. You can hit. Oh it. yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't really see anything wrong with this career choice. This sounds amazing. No, this this sounds. Uh, what do I do in the winter, though? Oh, it's probably dangerous in the winter, but I don't believe in danger. Danger is a state of mind. Exactly. <laughs> danger <laughs> is not only a state of mind, but your middle name. Yeah, Cameron Danger. C- Cameron uh, Danger Leclaire. Not many people know this. Not many people it. know this. Uh, danger and is your middle name. Not many people know this. Is I know. I think everybody knows this at that point. No, not it's, the other one. It's literally on my drive. Oh, um, uh, oh, you mean jean shorts? Hurricane. Hur- hurricane jean shorts. Hurricane jean shorts storm Osborne. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not a lot of people know that one either. Yeah. Maybe I'll change my middle name to Vin Diesel. Well, I think Vin uh, Diesel changed his name to Vin Diesel, so why not change your name change to Vin Diesel? To change your middle name. So Cameron Vin Diesel Leclerc? That's a sign. Yeah, of, would be like the most badass. You have a pretty badass middle that's name. A, that's a sign of respect, you know, to... Uh, you know, a fantastic actor. Yeah. I mean, that would be a good one, but I think it might be better if it's just like not even a name, just something a little bit silly. Doesn't make entire sense, but uh, like Danger's a good one, but I think it's probably been taken. Um, maybe something like what's like a natural force that's just overwhelming. And like pretty, I pretty much just want a wrestler's middle like nickname as my middle name. Oh yeah, you would want to be like so. Yeah. So it'd be almost something that you could like put in, uh, yeah, you know, put in 100%. quotations in between your name, like Cameron El Nino Leclerc. Yeah, and then oh, you're that's like, yeah, that's one. me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I go definitely Spanish, I think that's the route. Yeah, if you go like, for if you go for an Hispanic luchador thing, you know, you come out yeah, wearing a that's mask. An, you know, El Nino, Leclerc, something there, you know. Oh, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, even, dude, I think when I would graduate, I think automatically, they wouldn't have any music, but once it's a Cameron, El Nino, Leclerc, there would be music that goes off, like, 
And I'd just be going up there, just getting the people going, you know? Yeah. It'd be like, it's, oh, no. Oh, no. He's back. It's, it's music. I thought he was it, retired. It's music that's very, that's very, very similar to the John Cena song, but just, similar, diff- but not just, that. just yeah. different enough that it doesn't break any copyright laws. Like, just. I want them to know what the kind of idea behind it yes. is, because that's probably the most popular, but like. Just, like a little bit. Just different just, enough. Just a tinch you know maybe a I mean an octave higher on one of the notes or and something like that so just so you won't get sued we don't want to follow in the footsteps of you know any of the any anytime Led Zeppelin gets sued again for stealing somebody's song we don't want any of this on our backs and then I get up to the front where they're about to give my thing and then someone gives me a mic and they're like what is going on here they're like I heard you thought I was gone <laughs> well guess what people I'm back, and then the crowd just erupts. Oh, it's and huge when you come yeah, back. You come, ba- you come back at the Rumble. Uh, yeah. You're like entrant 29, not the last one. You're not there to win, mm-hmm. but you're th- but you're there right. to, to to let everybody know, hey, I'm back. Make it down right. to the final four. You show up on you know Monday Night Raw the next day. Yeah, it's perfect. Many this many is, careers uh, have followed this exact. Uh, you know, it's, this is a this is tried, t- tested, and true as far as I'm concerned. Did you ever tell you about the time that uh, a guy at my work threatened to kill me? That's, uh, I'm proud. How would we have even segued to this, Cam? This is huge. Yeah, and he got fired for it, too. I can't. I've never heard this story. Um, and this was somebody you worked with, Cam. We already know that you have an interesting history regarding you, a very personal history between you and previous employees. Yes. Yes. Um, and this and the, and so, this and this story will be no different. I'm sure. This story will be no different. Hmm. Um, so this one was working cleaning toilets for a summer, and uh, I think a lot of people had quit or were just very short staffed. So it was just me and one other guy working in the yard, and the yard is where you just clean the toilets. Um. Anyway, he was just this. Uh, a fair comparison would be a dirt squirrel. Um, you know, probably 115 pounds soaking wet, you know, <laughs> just greasy hick from Hillsburg, piece of shit. Fucking and Hillsburg. Yeah, Hillbilly Hillsburg. Um, we, oh, we know on the show. We, we have felt the yeah, contempt towards Hillsburg before. I, I'm trying to get, like, a good description of this guy without being too terrible. Um, so, probably, he's probably, like, 17 years old straight blonde hair the type of dude that wears like a monster hat and like a fox shirt sleeveless uh i think he's wearing dcs at the time so i'm I'm hoping you can kind of put this picture in your mind right and it sounds like he has a southern accent but you know he's from hillsburg so you're like this doesn't make sense and he always talks about his baby girl who he doesn't have a baby with like that kind of shit okay no i think you can just call i think you can call your baby girl just your partner like, hey, baby girl. Yeah, I think you just be like my girlfriend, you know, or like partner. Yeah. Oh, but you thought you know, he was saying like, like my baby, like my my baby who is. Well, she was younger girl. than him. Oh, okay. Well, of course, from Hillsburg, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um. So it's a lot of this. Anyway, he like he's just getting on my nerves one day. We're, we're always just getting on each other's nerves, but um, I obviously have a little bit more brain power than him, so I can mock him in intelligent ways. When he just resorts to like getting angry. Oh, that's right? fun. Oh, it's very fun. 
right? It's very fun. And it's nice because management looks at you because you're like, you're more intelligent, so you're going to be in charge, right? I mean, to be fair, I'm running a shit yard, so let's not pat myself that, too far Yeah, back that, that being said, uh, you know, Cam, you are one of the, you, you are fiercely intelligent, surely one of the smartest people I know. Uh, what sort of uh, brain power needs to be used in uh, facilitating uh, portable shitters uh, being moved it's, and emptied? It's mostly coordination, right? Uh, so it's okay. like, okay, how many truck, how many trucks do we have going out today? Okay, that means we need to fit. The, how many do we need to have a clean by the morning? By ten a.m., we need this many trailers loaded. So a it's lot not of that n- hard, numbers but it's more and so logistics. Just like numbers and numbers logistics. logistics. That's yeah. the shit I'm good at, right? So when management sees that you have over a fifteen IQ, they're like, this guy is headed to the top of this company. Um, <laughs> so one day, he, we're putting on a. We're, he had just been pissing me off like week over week. And one day I'm loading up the trailers with him and I tell him like, yo, go do that thing that whatever it was, like say it was just throw that toilet on this trailer. And he looks at me cause he's so mad that I'm telling him what to do. And he's like, you keep bossing me around. You're going to be sleeping for a real long time. If you know what I mean? And I'm like, <laughs> heard you loud and clear brother. So then I walked right up to the upstairs manager. I'm like, let's fucking fire this dude. He just threatened to kill me. And they're like, all right, and they walked down. They fired him, and the best part was they held me in the office, and they're like, "Are you okay?" I'm like, "I don't give a shit about this guy. I just don't want him here. Like he's a pain in my ass." And then as he's walking out the out the uh, like driveway of the building, he's got the double birds up walking away. Yeah, walking away. Wow, what yeah, a badass! And but and nothing further came from it because Cam, you know, I mean, you, you. I mean, he did obviously didn't try and kill me. Like he just, you know, like I said, the brain power is like I can't think of anything intelligent to say this to this this gentleman. So I'll say I'll kill him. Oh, so you and don't like, you don't think that he was gonna kill you? Oh no, definitely not. Because like, uh. what are you gonna do? Try and stab me? Like it's more it's more like. You're just clearly not intelligent, and the first thing you think was like, I'll kill you, motherfucker. It's like, no, you're not. Like, I could have gone back and forth like, oh, really? Really, Dan, how are you going to kill me? You're like, I'll stab you. Like, oh, you're going to stab? That's cute. Do you have a knife with you, Dan? Let me see the knife. Like, oh, that's a pretty big knife. It might be a little bit bigger than your dick. Like, you know. This was the scenario you already played out. This is how you played it out in your head. Uh, oh, I mean, you could have played it out a hundred ways. Like, I was like, there's no chance he actually would have come at me. Um, first of all, because lo- I was bigger than him. Like, if he had a weapon, yeah, it could be a problem, right? But I think it's one of those things more so Cam, where... you are a weapon. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Ooh, that's a good mi- middle nickname. Cam, Cameron, the weapon. The weapon. The weapon, <laughs> LeClaire. Yeah, not bad. Not bad. Just have some problems getting to an airport, you know? Yeah, prob- like, do you have any probably. weapons on you? Like, only on my passport. <laughs> they're like, sir, this is... You were going to take <laughs> and me in for they're, questioning. And they're like, yeah, sir, sir, can you come with us? And you're like, shit, I can't make jokes at the airport anymore. God. Yeah, I made a bad joke at the airport the other day and got pulled in for extra security. Yeah, the other day? The what state, was it? <laughs> it was like January. Uh, we were coming back from Switzerland. And... I don't remember the exact context of it, but um, I think at one uh, we were in line, and then I was like, um, I was like, maybe if I fart, they'll let, they won't put me in like extra security. And my friends kind of looked at me like, "Shut up! Don't talk right now. We're like, we're five people away." <laughs> and then after that, um, I knew they had brought in back. Do you know what snus is? No. 
it's the oh, stuff the, that, it's um, like the tobacco, that, tobacco you snort. that you snort yeah 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 so they had brought in that back and all weekend or all like two weeks we'd been calling them snooze bombs mm-hmm and then Na- I'm naturally. like, you guys should rip. Oh, a- no. Yeah, I'm like, you guys should rip a Damn. quick snooze bomb. And they kind of look at me and they're like, "Shut the fuck up! Like, what are you doing right now?" And I'm like, and then as soon as I said, I'm like, "Ooh, that was a mistake." <laughs> and they brought all three of us into a separate area, and they just like went, did make us do like an extra X-ray and stuff. It wasn't serious, but I'm like, oh god, I gotta. You know, it's one of those times where you just had finished drinking and you're like, my brain's obviously not working well. I'm overtired. And th- this, really this was thinking. in Switzerland. This is in the uh, Amsterdam airport. Okay, okay, in the Amsterdam airport, huh? Yeah, yeah, that one's. Uh, you should have known. You should have known. Yeah, no, that was definitely on me. That, that one's that, on that one's that one's on you. But you would think at this point, like, if you're transporting a bomb on an airplane. You're not talking. About you're it. not, or and if you are, you're not calling it a bomb. You would say like. No literally anything else <laughs> like yeah. hey do you have like, my sneakers and then somebody else yeah. is like yes i've got your sneakers <laughs> right here like that is a they're way in the more- box <laughs> i have the sneakers in the, the box sneakers is the, in box the box is beeping yeah i think the box should be delivered to the house in nine minutes Right. In nine minutes, somebody else should be wearing these sneakers. Uh, <laughs> that seems that they seems never catch us. That seems way less obvious. Uh, you know, they have, they have to be safe, though. You know, you can't. You know, maybe you're the dumb. No, maybe yeah, you're I, one of the dumb ones who does call it a bomb. Yeah, I mean, I didn't. They didn't catch me. I think that was nice. I'm always, Aren't you always worried when you go on, into like any of those areas? I hate going to security. I always get nervous. Even though I have nothing on me. Insecure. Well, I haven't, I uh, famously have not been on a plane since 2012. Uh, so, so it's before been, 9-11. Pre- oh, uh, no, wait. After po- 9-11. Post 9-11, I've been on some planes. I've been on some planes. There was nice. a good 17 years of me flying there. Um, before then, uh, yeah, I do, Se- you know. No, not 17. It was 2001. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a good point. Uh, 11 years. 11 years, yeah. 11? Yeah, fair enough. Notice that. Notice but, that. I don't know. Even, like, even when I go c- across the border, they're like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm going to whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Say I'm like, I'm going for business to a conference. They're like, you, do you have anything with you? I'm like, business. no. Yeah. It's taking care of business. You know what I mean? Conference. Yeah. yeah. Conference where I'm meeting my friends. Oh, I guess the, li- I guess the listeners at home cannot see the air quotes. Yeah, um, they can hear them. Yeah, they can hear the. Uh, but they even can then, hear I the get, physical comedy. I I get so anxious when I go into those things. Yeah, I don't it's know a, about you. Um, I think I just haven't been in that situation for a long time. Yeah. Like I've brought weed into the ACC before, but that was like after it was legal. That's easy, and though. I didn't that's feel. Like, yeah, of, what, of course, like, get of course. Out of here. You're like okay, okay, yeah. okay, okay. okay. I mean, I brought weed. You know, you bring weed into concerts. That's like a. I hope I get it through. But that's the thing. I'm not. I'm never smuggling anything or anything. I'm just like. I. I don't know. Having someone just look at you, like your whole purpose here is to just judge me as hard as you can to see if I'm a bad guy. And you're like, so I really need to put on an impression of a good guy. But you're like, but I don't have to put an impression. I just. I know I'm not doing anything, but still, I don't know. Now, one time I cross. I crossed the border once at Detroit. Uh, th- by a car via a vehicle 
with three others um, who none of us had the same town on our driver's licenses, right? Like of like where yeah. our address was because like we met or like, you know, it was me and another friend who lived in another town and then our partners who lived in other towns. We all met at university, whatever the case was. Uh, the the woman at the like the booth um, like to, or like, you know, before we can get across the border, couldn't understand how we all knew each other and asked us many yeah. iterations of, um, you Same know, question. where are you coming from or, or, you know, where are you coming from? Where are you going to? And it was like, oh, we're coming from Waterloo. Uh, and then we went to, you know, we're coming from London and then we went, you know, we're going to Tennessee. Okay, how do you all know each other? Okay, we went to high school together, and they're our girlfriends. Okay, what? Why don't you all live in the same place? And it was like, oh, because like, I don't know, we're fucking students. You know, it was like it was very because we have the internet. Because we have the internet, and they're like, and then and then they also asked us what university we go to. It was like we go to Laurier, they go to Western. And and she, you could just tell the sparks or like you know the gears were not turning. Yeah, in her it just head. Was, wasn't clicking. It and... was not making sense to her how four people with seemingly like no you know with different you know things going yeah. on in their lives could possibly. I would just like, love be you go into like a deep story of like, okay, so hear me <laughs> out. It's <laughs> two thousand nine. Yeah. She's like, okay, it's two thousand nine. Picture this. So I'm wearing a flannel shirt. So I'm looking like I'm fucking looking good, right? Anyway, he's with me. This is how we met. Yeah, so yeah, he's yeah. with me. We go to this place and, you know, some people are doing coke. And we're like, you do coke? He's like, yeah, occasionally. <laughs> so first day of grade nine, I uh, walk into class and he was wearing a shirt with um, the Room on Fire album cover by The Strokes. And I really liked that album. So I walked up to him and said, hey, that's a cool shirt. You're like, do you know that album? Uh, know and then cut, cut to... Uh, we're for, cut to much later on, and now we're here, and now we still listen to the Strokes together. Um, yeah, she really, she like, really could what, not. Understand. What about these girls? I was like, like, okay, I so ah, uh, oh, you caught me. You finally caught me. So I was at a me. party once. <laughs> cut to 2012. I was at a party. <laughs> yeah, it was tough. It was tough. I'm at a party, having a cigarette outside. I'm having a dart. This girl walks up to me. She's crying. I'm like, looks like you need a next blue cigarette. I give her a cigarette, you know, the story tells itself like, no, 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 continue the story. And you're like, you're oh, like, okay. All right, all right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it was, it yeah, was. I'm going to get that too. Cause I was going, like, last time I went to the border, I think it was with my buddies and they're like, where are you all from? Like, I'm from Kitchener. They're from Toronto. He's from fucking Markham. They're like, what? Like, why does your thing say Aaron? I'm like, cause I move a lot. Yeah. Okay? You're like, because- I don't like updating my address. Yeah, because it makes more. Because I'm not a homeowner, and you know, you're trying to explain this kind of crap. Uh, you're and, like, why aren't you? And you're like, because interest rates. Ever since, okay, you know what? Let's get into it. You want to get into it? So sweetheart? in 2008, the banks. 2008. <laughs> let's go one step behind that. We're looking at 2003. This guy named Wilfred comes into town and decides to buy up some property in the Beechwood area. Mm. Okay. The Beechwood area now starts housing more and more professors. These professors are bringing in top talent around the globe because we're a prestigious university town, driving up home prices. Okay? Are you seeing where I'm going here, sweetheart? And it's like, so why isn't your address this? She's like, what don't you get about this? I can't afford a fucking I brought house. it back to 2003. How do you not get this? Do I, must but I, I take, go but further I got a back? Sweetheart. Yeah. Okay, let me break you've been, it you've been down there for, for 45 you. Minutes. Reaganomics. 
trickle down. Look into Benghazi. You want to know why housing prices are way too fucking high? You want to know why the houses cost so much? Read Hillary's goddamn emails. That follow. Don't follow the money. Don't follow the emails. Follow the emails. That's why my stepson can't afford a house <laughs> because of the emails. Oh, because of the emails. And that, that's why I live in Kitchener and have an address from Aaron, okay? Is that <sighs> enough for you? Crossing guard. <laughs> You're a border you, crossing you, guard. For you, Mrs. Uh, what's that say? Uh, jo- Jocelyn? Is that Jocelyn? Is that Jokey Willen? Jo- 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 Jocelyn. Jocelyn, oh, okay, yeah. Jocelyn? Jocelyn? Well, I'll start it. My father. <laughs> yeah, my father made some bad decisions when he was growing up. Starting uh, with me. Yeah, starting with me. I should have been aborted. Shouldn't have been born. Oh God, Cam. We yeah. went. We got dark. We got dark at the end there. Got you got dark end. at the end there. Oh boy. I got, a, I got a top five for the week. Here's a top five. Here are five tips about No, it's just a top five. I love it. Well, actually, I might not. I've never even heard it. I just like the enthusiasm that comes with um, segments. I love segments. What can I say? Maybe that's what it is. I love segments. Love segments. Yeah. Love we're segments. Se- we're in love, a segment love, called love I Love prep. Segments. Yeah. I love segments, and we go over ten reasons why we love segments. Uh, coming up on next week's episode. <laughs> coming up, coming up next week on a top ten, top ten segments, segments. on 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 shows. It could be anything. It could yeah. be Stern. Could be Leno. Uh, what you got? Okay. Um, so this week's top five is top five fashion aesthetics you didn't know about. So these are things that you might be wearing today. Uh, Cam, you're not wearing a shirt, so I don't know if you classify into this uh, this group at all. Should, uh, um, sh- should I put on a shirt and then see if the shirt that I put on uh, falls within a trend? Uh, sure, put on your whatever shirt you think is going to fall into whatever trend. Cam, as I retreat to the uh, the two season a pod uh, wardrobe, of course we have an extensive wardrobe collection. Uh, you know, really, just because our, our our office had a had a room that needed to be filled. Although this isn't a visual mm-hmm. medium, uh, we are often sh- are sure to dress to the nines. I'm gonna, uh, I am going to retreat to that uh, closet for a second. And Cam, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna leave lead lead you to uh, do something that we in the industry like to call vamping. So uh, how about you vamp. vamp? How about you vamp for a little bit? All right. So I'm gonna go ahead and guess what he is going to wear. Let's say 80 percent of the podcast. No, I'm gonna say fifty percent of the podcast. He's not wearing a shirt at all, and the other portion, it's a basketball jersey. I'm gonna guess this time he's gonna wear the L Heat jersey, uh, and if not that, we're gonna go with a button-up shirt that kind of looks like a drug shirt um we might be coming back in the picture right now i think he might try and throw me off though with uh even though it's not a guessing game but uh let's see what he has to bring in here well folks uh i guess this is just a little bit of dead air oh there he is damn he uh he caught me off guard with this one i don't know if this one falls into anything this one's fuck 
uh, this one's different. Okay, so, okay. Well, for the folks uh, at home, yeah, for the for the folks at home, why don't you tell them a little bit of what I'm wearing right now? So, so I, I, I did get it right a little bit. I said it could be a button-up drug shirt. Um, it's a, very close. Uh, very close. It's a it's a flat. It's a what do you call it? floral floral pattern shirt with beach uh, palm trees and some kind of flower on it, white, and it looks like it says something on it. What's it says say things again? like Montego Bay and stuff. Oh, I got a, I got something funny to tell you after this as well. Um, so I don't think that actually fits into any of the five here. It was the re- five that you probably haven't heard of. It might be, it might, it might land into the first one actually. You know what, Cam? I, 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 I don't know what was happening during the vamping. I got to say, before you saw the start five, I was about to buy, uh, go get a drug shirt. So, uh, you know me too well. I do have to bring that. I did just have to bring that up. Uh, I don't mean to interrupt, Cam. Let's get this top five rocking. Okay, perfect. Coming at number five, and Cam, I want you to let me know if you've heard of any of these before. The first one on number five is Normcore, and Normcore is a unisex fashion trend by unpretentious, average-looking clothing, uh, like jeans, t-shirts, button-downs, just regular sneakers. Um, it's attractive, comfortable, and really no one's ever going to question your style because you're like, you look pretty goddamn normal. And that's what we call a normcore. So you might be able to fit in that category. It's a little bit, uh, a little bit of pop to that shirt. So I'm not gonna, maybe not three in there, but it does look comfortable. It does look like normal enough for your walk on the streets. You know what, Cam? I have, one, Cam. I have heard of the term normcore before, when it comes to uh, fashion. Oftentimes, because I, uh, I feel like I fit into that particular uh, sure. strand. You know, I'm, you know, I'm jeans. Um, looking over, you know, I was, well, I was just in the two season of pod, um, uh, wardrobe where I saw a lot of my shirts, a lot of plain shirts, you know, especially, mm-hmm. uh, you know, key shirts, a couple, most like, people are normcore. a couple like, yeah, I, uh, I, 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 I dispelled with the logos and, uh, you know, the, the over the top band t-shirts that I had probably, you know, in high school and certainly throughout university sort of like departed with those and tried to try to go a little more subtle with it. Right. I think that's a good move to go. Because um, getting into fashion can be very expensive. Amen. 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 Okay. Next up on the list, uh, we're coming in at number four with Techwear. Have you heard of Techwear, Cam? Techwear. No, I'm going to assume it's like clothes that somehow have an iPod in it. Uh, no, that'd be neat. Techwear is actually just everyday clothing, but with a very special fabric. Oh. So oh. it's pretty much... It's it's like super expensive clothing, but will pretty much get you through anything. It's breathable, has good movement, water resistant, comfortable, urban functionality, and technical materials uh, rooted in urban and outdoor influence. So these are the things you'd probably see on the street with like a guy that's able to survive in a raincoat that's like 200 grams of weight, and also pants that like will look good in a in a meeting, but you know are able to submit summit the rockies so she like that it's mm. normally all black is mm-hmm. what i'm finding um a lot of kind of hoods um it kind of just looks like it can literally work anywhere uh it can also include backpacks um it's a lot of like the material is the main component of it i think it's mostly very waterproof but breathable um and, so and, take and a look at that at home folks this this sounds really great because cam as you know i like to put on one outfit for the day 
regardless yeah. of what I'm doing. Regardless, I could be uh, I could be swimming. I could be in a board meeting. I could be just um, at a fancy restaurant eating spaghetti and drinking red wine. And I want to be able to have the exact same outfit throughout the day um, for functionality and not to mention practicality. Get ready for tech wear, though. That might be a good choice for you. Coming to number three on the list is Pale Wave. So Pale Wave is centered around very muted and pale colors with a very relaxed and comfy vibe. So this is a people you wear, see wearing like maybe light blue jeans with a pastel colored shirt and white shoes. So it's very cheap and expensive, uh, but it's synthetic that can be acquired for um, ease because you don't. it can have a lot of different brands within it. But it's more so just very light, very comfortable, and very... I kind of think it's boring, personally, but so, you've probably seen it on the streets yourself. Well, it kind of it, it kind of sounds like normcore with some fancy colors. It's kind of what it sounds like. Yeah. So okay. So kind of. Yeah. I mean, it's very minimalist is a good way to think of it. So normcore can fit a shirt like that, like what you're wearing, I think. But pale wave is kind of unbranded stuff um, and very, very right. light it's, it's, color it's just, stuff. Yeah. It's good for summer. <laughs> A lot of uh, salmons, a lot of Salmon, uh, yeah. that Easter yellow. Um, mm, you got it. You know, with the white shoes, the light blue. Um, like yeah. maybe, maybe they're not necessarily jeans. They're kind of those deceiving jeans that are actually like a comfy fabric, but they're not yeah. jeans. Have you seen this shit? Oh, I have them. They're great. I don't know. I don't know. Incredible. I don't know. Incredible. Call me old. You call probably me- see me wear them. You probably see me wear them. Call me old fashioned, but uh, you know, jeans should jeans should be jeans. God damn it, that's where I draw the line. Maybe um, these are great too, though. Coming on number three or number two now. Number two, um, <laughs> you know, this one almost took the cake for my number one spot. It is has three names to it: Goth Ninja 2.0 slash Avant Garde slash Black Matter Surfwear, and surfwear is spelled S E R F W E A R. Um, so pretty much any experimental fashion, street golf style, it's very loud, uh, covered with labels. So when you see like those shoes that have like, you know, the Yeezys that have like that weird writing on the side of them. Okay. Um, so think about that for like a whole genre. So it's extremely loud, experimental. Um, if you can think of high fashion, think of high fashion compared with tech wear, those Mm. two things. So just really in your face really can't wear it anywhere unless you're really trying to blow people's face away with it <clears throat> yes i've uh you'll see sometimes are they the sometimes will be somebody what will be wearing a t-shirt with a lot of large font written all over the place so much so that you don't actually know what words it's saying does that count um it's not i wouldn't even say it's like so much t-shirts like it's like all black again oh but okay don't think about like yeah um and it wouldn't even be so much like a t-shirt I don't think would really fit into it. Hmm. So it'd be like you might have a t-shirt as your underlayer, but then you have a – what's the thing that's like um, – it's not a vest because it has arms, but it doesn't clip together. What are those things called? A vest with arms that doesn't clip together. It's like an overshirt, but it doesn't clip together. Like, like, a, like a turtleneck? No, 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 no. Um, a cardigan? Cardigan, yeah, yeah. Think of a cardigan, but like 
it goes down to your knees and it's all black and it has a hood to it. And it's very baggy. Uh, very baggy. Very baggy. Like the crotch in your pants might be like, you know, halfway to your knees. Yeah. And that's made of like nylon. Okay. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, familiar, like I'm familiar with this. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's that kind of look. So it, it's a fun one. It's a fun one. Uh, wouldn't recommend wearing it to an office personally, but no. um Hey, uh, maybe you do. Maybe your office is pretty chill, as the kids say. Um, Yeah, so check that one out. Uh, That's a fun one that uh, maybe you can incorporate onto your Tuesdays. And number one, my favorite, I think sometimes I do fit into this lifestyle. Um, It's called Gorp Core. Have you heard of this, Cam? Gork? Gorp. G-O-R-K? P. God, I've never heard of this thing. So, um... So do you know what GORP stands for? Uh, oh, it stands for something. Okay. Uh, going on right, people. Incorrect. It's actually good old raisins and peanuts because that's a good old trail mix that you can make because GORP core is an overarching term for outdoor-inspired fashion. So these are the people who are wearing your Patagonia, wearing your Arteryx, wearing your Norse face, really not looking for that Papa style, but... That's now becoming the Papa style. It's the, I have this thing that can easily fit me into, um, you know, going up north for a weekend, but I keep it clean enough, or maybe I, you know, make it look a little bit rough on the outside. Also, those sandals that have, like, the back strap to them and the, uh, you know, those, like, sandals that aren't, like, slides or anything, but they have, like, a bunch of different straps on them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would definitely fit in the Gorp core. Um, kind of like bathing suit-ish type thing. Really not a great looking style, but I think if you pair it well with some other normcore stuff, you can really pull <laughs> it together well to make yourself look like you're uh, you're an adventurous guy that doesn't mind getting outdoors, but you know what? Likes it in the city as well. Well, I think what the uh, the problem with the Gorp core are the Gorp posers. You know, I know I know many a folk dare I say, who own North Face jackets but spend very little time outdoors. I think that's part of the aesthetic, though. Yeah, you know, I mean, you have to, uh, you, 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 you know, like you said, you mentioned a few other brands that are probably exorbitantly expensive. Uh, I mean, a lot of those are, right? A lot, like, even, like, uh, Patagonia sweaters, like, close to 200 bucks. I've never even heard of that. You've never heard of Patagonia? I don't think so. I have Old Navy jeans. Is that close? No, Patagonia no? Oh, is shit. just straight Gorp Core. Let me pull up, pull up a few of these names for you. I know those are the two things I would say is North Face. You've heard of Arteryx? No. Uh, I'm not, I'm not, like I'm, those, those I'm not a Gorper. You're, you're, you're apparently you've been Gorping up this whole time. Fuck. Maybe that's why it's my, my number one. Um, how about Snow Peak? No. No. Uh, I mean, yeah, Patagonia is probably the the biggest one, I would say. So, um, anyway, that's the top five things you probably haven't heard of before. Uh, I don't, yeah, I don't think that, I don't think that was the name of your list. Oh, sorry. Top five, top five fashion aesthetics you probably haven't heard of. There we go. It wasn't just top five things you haven't heard of. Uh, Top, top five things you haven't heard of. Number three. <laughs> Number two. 
Um, <laughs> wait, wait, you, you wait, you're, you're those are just things like you have never heard. Top of. five sounds you've never heard mangled together. Yeah. Oh, okay, yes. okay. That's all. That's also uh, that's also a fun list. Maybe I'll do sentences that don't sound like sentences, but are actually sentences. Top five. <laughs> <laughs> things that sound like things but aren't things. Coming up next yeah, week. Sent- sentences that sound like sentences but aren't actually sentences. <laughs> That'd be a good one. And that was a fantastic list, Cam. It's been a little while since we've uh, had since we've had a broken out one of those, as it were. Yeah, that was a good one. It wasn't was wasn't our uh, typical March Madness, but um, hey, sometimes we switch it up a little bit. We have to switch it up, you know. I mean, of course, always on the hunt for new games. There's some neglected games, of course. Uh, haven't 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 uh, we haven't searched Kijiji in a long time? I've been thinking about it the other day. Yeah, we have not. We've been taking that off our list for a while. Maybe it's um, time to get it back in rotation. Maybe that's what the fans want. Is it what the fans want? We don't know. Two season pod at gmail dot com. Let, yeah, please us, let us know. Us Never forget, time flies like an arrow. Fruit flies like a banana. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Cam! What did you did you come up with that one yourself? Nope. You copied that one. I stole it. You stole it. You son of a bitch! You couldn't even come up with your own little cute adage. No, it's hard. Thinking is hard. Amen. Math Tell me. Is easy. Amen. Amen. Well, Cam, uh, we are winding down to the end of our show. Kim Mitchell's coming yeah, it's up been next. A, it's been a fun one. Um, it has been a great show. We do have, of course, the newest signing onto the show, the folks over at Miriam Webster. We're talking about Noah Webster. We're talking about George Miriam coming together uh, to, to explain to us the dictionary. They started at A. Last week, um, they've been uh, going strong on their show. They're mm-hmm. actually at now AF. Uh, so they've covered like AA to AE, and now they're on F. Oh, I'm supposed to come up with Did you have one or do I have one? They're coming up with it. It's their show. It's coming up after Kim Mitchell's hour. But before we get to the end of our podcast, how about we play a little game? Okay. Can we do? I got one more before that. Oh shit! It's a real quick one. Remember, remember how we played? Remember how we played uh, Word of the Day? I don't think we played but it. Was really it. I hard. Think, I think you just said. Oh no, you're talking about Reverse Balderdash. Reverse Balderdash. Okay, we're terrible. gonna do that both urban. We're gonna do that with. We're urban not dictionary, doing Reverse so. Balderdash. Okay, okay, fine. Okay, okay. Urban Dictionary, Reverse Balderdash. That seems a little more plausible than just Hey, what does this fucking word mean? So Cam, uh, what you got for me? Um, so we can do either one way. I give you the definition or I give you the word. What would you prefer? Uh, it's, it's, it's either one. It's your game. So you, you narrate, uh, the, the rules of play. Fair enough. Okay. Um, well, <laughs> the word is an otter's pocket in this urban dictionary. What do you think an otter's pocket is? An otter's pocket. Um, so... An otter, I believe, is a small or is a shorter, hairy gay man, like a man who's not large enough to be a bear, uh, where a bear achieves his power through strength and size. The otter achieves uh, their power through sheer cunning and mobility alone. Um, I would be an otter. You'd be an otter. I think I'd be an otter. So an otter, so. an, an otter's pocket, because you're you're a twink. 
I'm an otter. Mm-hmm. Um, if I, so, an otter's pocket has to be something to do with this little gay man, this little hairy gay man. Um, and so I'm gonna say an otter's pocket is his butt. You're close. I'm close. The interior state of a woman's genitalia when considerably aroused. Oh, and ew. And in a sentence, she's as ew. wet as an otter's pocket. Ew. Who's having Let's, that con- who's having that conversation that they would the fellas, throw you know? it with, <laughs> with themselves? Like they're saying it in their own head to pump themselves up. Dude, I was at Christina's house last night, though. She was fucking wet as an honest packet. <laughs> yeah, like who's who's saying like that's a very specific sexual detail that I feel like neither should be shared nor probably is shared. Yeah, it was one of the top definitions of August, <laughs> not from Urban Dictionary. Wow, thanks. So that's fun. <laughs> that tune is in, fun. Tune in next week for next week's uh, Urban Dictionary. I what think does this I think word mean? I, I think <laughs> Urban Dictionary Reverse Balderdash is uh, is a lot more, more fun, fun than here's a word from the ran- the random dictionary. Uh, yeah. What does it mean? Uh, it feels a lot more fun and plausible. So maybe we'll bring back some Urban Dictionary Reverse Balderdash. Uh, and for now, we'll let the uh, we'll let let the folks covering that Merriam-Webster hour focus on the rest of the words that are actually important. Right. So Cam. Cool. Okay. <laughs> that is that. Yeah. Uh, like we said, we got our we got our little verse baller dash in, so that's fantastic. So I think we might as well just hop straight into our final game segment. That is headliner ass. Hey. 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 Headline or asinine? We all know how it's played, folks. Three headlines back and forth. Some are real, some are not. Which ones do we think are which? I don't know, Cam. Why don't you give me a headline? Well, I will give you a headline, or I will give you some asinine. Maybe I'll give you a hile, maybe a no hile. Current bid for Mia Khalifa's glasses stands at $93,000. Oh, that's gross. That's gross. But sure, why not? There's some gross people out there. Um, God, I mean, there's not really much of a scenario that you can build upon this particular headline. It seems too. F- it seems super cut and dry because it's just straight up facts. Uh, I'm gonna say that's a headline. It's a headline for a different reason than you think. Um, I know what you're thinking, and. It's not because they're Cartier frames, okay? The real reason that people really want these glasses, well, actually, not so much that they want them. The reason she's selling them is because of the bombing in Beirut. Uh, That's her part, uh, I guess, that's in her original country, and she's raising money to help some of the families that uh, passed away in that tragedy. And right now, the glasses that she will be selling stands at $93,000. Before she sends them off, she will send you one Polaroid with her wearing the famous glasses, where she started off wearing them in her first ever uh, film. There it was. I was waiting for you to get to the end of that there. Okay, at least at least this money is going towards a good cause. Uh, take advantage of these gross people. Yeah. You know? Who knows what's been on those glasses? Well. Like dust. <laughs> a lot of dust. It's been, uh, I think it's been, uh, you know, she hasn't been in the industry for many years. So I'm sure unless they were in she a protective been. case, uh, they're probably very dusty. So you may want to uh, clean them off. <laughs> when you get it yeah. 93 grand though holy shit that's a that's like a that's a down payment on a on a big house 
Yeah, yeah. Wow. Well, not in Kitchener. Apparently, the fucking average house price in Kitchener right now is like eight hundred thousand dollars. I've read it was six. But uh, no, maybe, like maybe me and you read different articles. Maybe we read competing things. Of course, Cam. Yeah. Uh, you uh, you go to sources like CBC, CTV. I get my information purely on Gawker. dot com. <laughs> Uh, so I think there may be some competing, uh, views here. So, Cam, I'm going to throw one headline for you, and maybe I got it on Gawker. We don't even know. You ready for it? Um, man rubs peanut butter on his hand and punches neighbor allergic to peanuts. Ooh, that's a greasy move. Um, I mean, I think the problem I have with that is, like, it's not that clever, you know? I I think it'd be more clever if he... Did something like put peanut butter under his car handle, you know, something like that, or put it on his door thing, like punch oh, it in the so face. You're like, then he touches it. He yeah, touches it when he opens. Yeah, I get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or like you know, a jar of peanut butter comes swinging out the door as soon as you open your door. Oh, and it's and it on explodes. a tether and it hits you right in the balls. Yeah, and yeah. then you land in a thing of peanut, or like, I, I or, you know, even better yet, like if you have a full. Um, Outside the door, you've created a box and just layered it with peanut butter on the ground. So as soon as he takes a step, he slips in peanut butter. Like, I put it in my hand and then punch. Yeah, like, classic, right? Something like that where it's like, you know, it's hilarious. Is he going to die? Maybe. But you know what? That's going to be a great security footage. And it's, just have, it, what's it, that it, guy? It's, it's like something Kevin McAllister would do in Home Alone. Like if and that's what I want. If, if Joe yeah. Pesci's character was allergic to peanuts, uh, Kevin McAllister would be doing all sorts of rubbing peanut peanut butter would be slipping, sliding, rubbed on all sorts of stuff. Yeah, or like you know, put it on the inside of a face mask or something like that. Mm. You know, it's like something that's just it's uh, it's not what you're expecting. It just seems way too on the nose, no pun intended, to put it on your fist and hit someone in the face. <laughs> no, pun, um, no pun intended. I'm going to say it's real. Yeah, no pun intended, even though that's set up very nicely. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and say it's a headline, even so. Cam, that's asinine. I'm sorry. However, the the situations which you've led are far more hilarious than uh, punching somebody. Um, Yeah, you know, if if you have vengeance, if you want vengeance on somebody who happens to be allergic to peanuts, I think we just gave you about four and a half minutes of ideas. There's a good one too, where it's like give your give the dog peanut butter, and then like you know let eat all the peanut butter it wants. Then as soon as he comes home. You let the dog as to go kiss the owner. Yeah, there's another Classic. good one where you you take the, you put you put the peanut butters on your balls, and then then you open the door and call the dog over. That's also a pretty good one. I don't know if that really does what you're intending it to. Unless maybe we're thinking of doing different things here. I think we may be thinking of doing different things on this one. Cam, why don't maybe you why, why don't you things. why don't you throw your second headline at me? Let's throw a dead on headline. Accused bank robber follows COVID nineteen protocols. Um, accused Ottawa bank robber. Sorry, accused Ottawa bank robber followed COVID nineteen protocols. Right. So I think the other week we established the difference between robbery and uh, like theft. And I don't think we established it. Actually, we got close. But oh, we got close um, to establishing. Good. We I talked could... to our lawyers about it, and they said, "Don't talk about it." Right. Because I think this was something that uh, Miriam Webster brought up to us. I remember they were slipping some definitions under the uh, the studio door. 
uh, to give us yeah. things. And I don't recall a single thing that they said. Um, that being said, though, you know, uh, it's it's the time to be safe, right? Just because just because you're robbing banks doesn't mean that you're exempt from some of the other rules that we all have to follow, mm-hmm. right? If you're a bank robber with a with you know with with uh, with a bad cough, you 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 shouldn't be robbing banks. That's just irresponsible. Right. You know, if you're if you're grabbing on to hostages and, you know, uh, holding them really close to you as you kind of hold a gun up to their head in some kind of, uh, you know, cop showdown situation like that's irresponsible. You are too close to that person. They are not in your social. They are not in your social circle. Right. Just because you're a bank robber does not mean um, you're exempt from these rules, staying the distance away. Of course, I'm sure he sanitized his gun. Before he walked in there, you know, took, uh, you know, put, <laughs> dripped some hand sanitizer on his gun and he's wiping it. He was already wearing gloves because of the whole fingerprints thing. Um, you know, I'm sure he was being one of the safer people there. He had the full balaclava on gloves. Yeah. No one's ever going to question you. Like you are one of the, you are one of the safer people in this bank, sir. And just because the you problem got- was he was wearing ninja core too. <laughs> you all I mean that? Well, that's just, you know, that's just going to stand out like a sore thumb. Uh, that being said, I'm going to say this is asinine. That is a headline out of uh, Ottawa, I believe. Oh, yeah. It's you did say you, Ottawa was yeah. in the headline. <laughs> <laughs> so he walked in with a mask like everybody else and then stood in line like everybody else six feet apart. And once he got to the teller, he didn't say anything because he didn't want to you know, spit out or anything. But he had a mask on. He just passed a note that said, please give me this much money. She obeyed. They caught him very soon after. So a little bit uneventful, just more so a fun tale of, you know, I think that's the way you do it. If you're going to rob a bank, you don't like bring out your guns, be like, freeze, motherfucker. It's Cameron. El Nino. (laughs) (laughs) Of course. Well, Cam, if I'm robbing a bank, you know I'm bringing a ring announcer with me to announce and someone to play my my theme. Someone to play my John Cena-esque theme. Yeah, just different enough. Just different enough. Remember that. Yeah, I would like... And then I'd probably set up some ropes there too so I could bounce off the ropes and do a people's elbow on the teller you know oh and it, then, it would you know be what? huge if, this, this if they is... could maybe like hang the bag of cash at the top so I can make it a ladder match too of course and you know then, it's, you're climbing yeah. the ladder to get the to to reap your reward that, yeah. that CCTV footage would be off the, the hook. thing down and I just what's it called when you do a like a butt slam what's that called uh I don't know it could be, it could be called anything the Beirut bomb? Sure. Uh, no. Eh, no. Yeah, I said, too I, soon. Too soon. I said sure too soon. Yeah, I should have. I should have thought about that for myself for a second. I think I figured out the difference between burglary and all that shit, though. Yeah. So, you can rob someone as you take something of value from directly from someone else. Okay. Mm-hmm. Burglary, you can you illegally enter into someone's building, home, or business with the intent to steal something theft you actually steal something so you don't have to be you don't have to steal anything to be convicted of theft um oh man did i just get myself confused again i thought i had it so tightly i think you did i think i think you may have uh i can see on the other side of the of the plexiglass screen here uh separating between us and the control room uh and webster are going nuts right now oh man so often burglary involves theft a person does not have to steal anything to be convicted of the crime. So you don't need to steal anything to can be convicted of burglary. Okay, there we go. So to be a bur- like you can get burglary charge without 
um, stealing anything because you broke into a place illegally. But they're often intertwined. And then robbery is with force. Okay, there clear? we go. There, I, very, very, very clear. Thanks. Thanks over to the folks. Thanks, George and Noah. Uh, for helping us with that Got definition, it. that I, you know, I do got to say, I love the subtle way of just putting on a piece of paper, like "give me all the money," and the woman, and you know, whoever's at the teller's just like, "hell yeah, I'll give you all the money." Okay, have you ever yep. worked a job? Like, I, uh, no, I don't think you have. Um, have I no, ever worked a job? Yeah, you've never worked a job. I can recall at Mister Sub, and. Actually, it was funny. It was robbed like years after I stopped working there, but I do remember that really? was one of the first things that my boss, like the like the owner, told me um, when I started working by myself. Which was yeah. like, if ever anybody comes in like trying to rob the place, like fucking open up the till and run away. Like, uh, yeah, like don't. That was the game plan. Do not. So they did train you on it. Do not be. We we had no practice scenarios. It's not like, uh, you know, late at night one time somebody pretended to rob the place and. Uh, but yeah, that's certainly the rule, and certainly at a bank, you know, I mean, you know, nothing, nothing is. Worth I think it. they have a pretty good idea. They have a pretty They're good all idea. Like, the first thing you do is be like, no, I'll shoot you. I'll, yeah. I'll shoot you. You can't be like this. if you don't put that gun down, you're gonna be sleeping for a real long time. For I do a real warn long you. Time. I like that. I like yeah. that. That's some gangsta shit. Yeah. Well, that's what he told me, and I took that. <laughs> okay, if someone told you that, would you take that as a threat of your life? Um, if they were fully serious, if they're like, you're gonna be sleeping for a real long time. Yeah. I mean, of course. Well, I mean, you. It's you, not like, oh, you're gonna knock me out in a flash knockout. It's like real long time probably intends more than five minutes. And you, you were aware of his shittiness. And then you put it together like, hey, this is flat out something this guy could do. He's just that much of a scumbag. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay, Cam, okay, ready for this next one? Got it. Here we go. Uh, brewery apologizes for naming beer pubic hair. Ooh. Uh, I don't know why they'd apologize. Brewers can get away with anything these days. I think maybe they, like, maybe it's like, supposed to be a sour beer, and they're like, this stuff's so sour, it tastes like. Uh, a teen's pubic hair after gym class and you're like ooh that's I gotta try that you know it's kind of like these uh these funky naming of foods that people want to try like um there's gotta be something out there um you know what I'm talking about it's just things that sound so marketable they're like oh that's, that's good so I gotta try a little bit <laughs> like deep fried pickles uh, <laughs> just like deep, deep fried Mars bars deep or any Mars of that bars. CNE um, trash food where they're like, hey, we put, like, it's a donut burger. It's a burger yeah. between two donuts with cheese and bacon. And you're, and you're ew, that's disgusting. But you're like, I gotta try it. But I gotta try um, it. So I, I I think they would, tr like, I think a small brewery would do it. But, like, we're calling it pubic hair. Um, and then just people are like, you cuts do that. That's gross. And you're like, uh, okay. Yeah, but it's not really that. And they're just like, I guess we should apologize because, I don't know, because that's how civilization works these days. Uh, headline. Cam, that's a headline. For a couple different reasons, though, this is actually a story out of Alberta coming from Hell's Basement Brewery, who um, two years ago released, you know, they're a small, smallish brewery, uh, released their beer called Huru Huru. H-U-R-U-H-U-R-U. -U -U -U. It's a pale ale, um, which they believed was the Maori 
word uh, term to mean as light as a feather, Maori being a tribe on the mainland of New Zealand. However, it wasn't until this brewery got a little bit larger and more people started drinking the beer that they realized, hey, this doesn't mean as light as a feather. Uh, it didn't mean anything as close to that because huru, huru, um, according in or in the Maori tribe actually means pubic hair. Um, so I'm way off on this one. You're you're way off on this one. However, um, uh, immediately, uh, you know, as soon as people started to kind of realize the uh, the Hell's Basement Brewery uh, issued an apology, really just saying like, we honestly we thought this is what the word meant. We're sorry, we didn't mean anything like that uh, to hurt people or to appropriate someone's culture. You know, um, I think the uh, you know the 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 consensus. Uh, amongst some of the, or, you know, the majority of the Maoris is that it was more funny than anything else. Uh, this, this company was selling beer called pubic hair. Some good stuff. I would buy it. Uh, so not the, what I expected, but sure. Kind of, yeah, it's close enough. Something else. Close enough. Uh, next up, six month old Bella in lead for Kansas primaries. Six month old Bella. And lead for Kansas primaries. God, I don't know how. I don't know how that works in like the legal stuff. You know where it'll be like you know Bart Simpson got votes in this state. How how is that able to like make it that many steps before you know that crazy shit can happen? But this is a story that you've heard before. You know somebody jokingly putting somebody's name on a ballot. You know of course it happens in uh you know probably probably kansas that sounds like a place right where maybe the other person's so shitty that they're like screw it we're just gonna put this bella person on or maybe this new mom is thinking to herself like hey this would be really funny if people voted for my daughter that being said though i don't think i i or i mean i know nothing about anything but i'm gonna assume there is an age minimum um and that is to say if a six month year old won I believe she would uh, be considered unfit to uh, to serve. Uh, so I do hope Bella gains some traction. However, I hope it doesn't uh, separate from the the actual uh, people that need to be voted for, making a difference. You know, not just some troll. This is a headline. Uh, it's asinine. I made it up. Gotcha. It's a lie. Some real. Yeah. So we call it g- gut team. It's real gotcha journalism right there. I can't. Gotcha. It's Cam, gotcha. I have one more he- headline for you, and then that's it, I think. Uh, I think so. <laughs> is it? I'm not sure. I'm not, Who's even counting anymore? Cam, here you go. Will your in-laws make you eat uncooked chicken? Studies show they will. It's such a BuzzFeed. It's such a BuzzFeed uh, headline. Um the problem I have with it is the premise doesn't make sense. It's like, will, will your, like, we're, we're, how could you possibly do any studies on this? Like, we interviewed 700 in laws and s- s- tested the chicken on 730 of them to see how cooked they were. On average, when they came over, their chicken was four degrees less than the, the, the other person's, therefore showing that. They're more likely to serve uncooked chicken to you. And I don't know how they could do it, but I think this is a misleading headline that is true. Headline. 
Cam, it's a headline, but there's nothing. Ugh, gross. There is nothing, uh, you know, false or misleading about it because it's actually a study that came out of Norway, coming from uh, the Norwegian Business School. Why them? Who the hell knows? But um, Norway uh, evaluated, what is it, 10 here, different social situations to see how people would feel about the consequences of eating versus not eating the food. They uh, they, they um, researched 1,700 uh, participants and asked them um, what they would do in certain eating situations, uh, stemming from home alone, a wedding banquet, home with partner, at a best friend's place, a new friend's place, a colleague's place, at the boss's restaurant, a romantic first date, or meeting or having a meal with your future in-laws, okay? And now the parts of the food and drink elements that were supported or that were uh, asked rather was uncooked chicken, bloody hamburgers, and moldy bread. And through these 1,700 participants, they found that out of all those labels that I had just labeled, the future in-laws was the case where you're most likely to eat some un run uncooked chicken, moldy bread, or some bloody hamburgers. Uh, really, uh, you want to make a good impression. You know, it's not just the fear of social consequences. Your um, empathy is playing a big role in these sorts of things. Um, another highest, another highest one was uh, one that was like, or another one here that was unlisted. Um, having a dish served by uh, a child that they make for you was another one. Your daughter, your son makes a meal for the first time. You're so proud of them, but it may be inedible. What do you do? Do you eat it and uh, and help encourage their creativity? Or do you tell them, no, this is bad, this is wrong, and potentially stifle them uh, for the rest of their lives? Uh, Cam, it would really raise the question. Any of those situations that I listed, would you eat something that was, hey, maybe not quite cooked as the way it should have been, not as edible? Um, on a first, like, if it's an in-law, I mean, probably a, not. A, any of any of those things. Um, your boss invites you over for dinner. Uh, it you depends, like, how well, like, it's the first time. Very first time, yeah. That well, the, all of yeah. these, all of these are based on um, the first time. First time meeting your in-laws. A first date where maybe uh, uh, your date invites you over and they cook for you. Would you eat a little bit of moldy bread? If, uh, you know, this, this person has gone to all the effort to cook for you? Uh, probably not, no. I, I'd probably lay off of it. I think I'd be bold enough to be like, D hey, your, I don't know about your, yours. Your bread is, <laughs> I don't know about your bread, but my bread's got a little bit of mold on it. I would just be like, hey, check your bread for mold. I found some on mine. <laughs> right? And then you turn it on to like, hey, I care more about you than me. Right? Mm -hmm. Turn to the tables. Right, you're not like my blood mold on. You're like I'm concerned for your well-being. That's a good thing. It could have been a test on their right. part. You know, serve you a little bit of uncooked chicken, and if he says something, he's the one. Yeah, and if he doesn't, he's just a bitch. And you're he's like, no, ju he's just in it for one thing, and of course, uh, we all know. That's right. I'm in it. <laughs> There's our Kanye West segment for a little bit right there. And that was uh, Headliner Ass Night. Headliner Ass Time.
Well, folks, it's uh, time to wrap up the podcast. Uh, the next one's going to be a live podcast coming from our second getaway of the summer. From the uh, thank you all for tuning in. Uh, of of uh, course, okay. One one thing, one thing. I got to cut you off right there before you go because you did mention uh, the next show, uh, which I cannot mm. be more excited for. We wanted to take the success of our corporate retreat and really scale it down a little bit. You know, um, as much as we do kind of enjoy being around our employees, uh, I think it's best opportunity came for you and I to take this time for ourselves to really discuss yes. new ideas, who new strategies. Keep. Yeah. Who we're gonna okay, keep. Yeah, sure. Who we're mm-hmm. gonna not. Um, of course, uh, a lot of positive feedback on the crying stalls. I would love to take the crying stalls idea and maybe expand mm-hmm. it so everything is able you can cry anywhere at the two season a pod uh, right. corporate office. Right. That'll be yeah, very important. I'm, uh, I think these are all discussions we will have. These are all discussions we will have. Thanks for listening, folks. Kim Mitchell is rapping on our door. Remember to rate, review, like, subscribe to the podcast because we're everywhere. You go to two pod at gmail.com. You can ask us any question. You can just probably say anything. I think at this point, um, we'll just like read every any fucking email, any email that comes across, right? Or any Literally email anything. That is, impor- that is important because we do have thousands of these hi. things. We have thousands of these things coming through and often, oftentimes the subject lines and the body is so long and convoluted that our... Uh, email filtration system they are it isn't able to catch a lot of them so remember to be short concise and uh just ask away and never forget people the word factoid does not mean fact it is a false statement presented as a fact thank you for tuning in this is two season a pod checking out till next week take care folks continuing tonight on two season a pod 96.7 on your Two season a pod, 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 two